sniffs my butt I better tits taste like Captain Crunch Just me and my dumb friends Drawing dicks into tension Didn't hear a word you said Stop calling me stupid, stupid, stupid Stop calling me stupid, stupid, stupid I already know I am If you enjoy Horse Soup and want to support the show and get some free stickers, do me a giant favor and leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And if you do, send me an email at horsesoupinyahoo.com, at yahoo.com, not in yahoo.com, and I'll send you some free stickers, but you can get them at Yahoo if you want to slide in those Yahoo DMs and give you some stickers, baby. I'll put you on. I'm the plug for stickers. So, uh, also, my new podcast, Scream, hosted by me and Elena from Morbid, a true crime podcast, launches literally in, like, okay, I think I'm going to release this like tonight, so this will come out, like, Wednesday. Uh, the math, math, okay, okay, and then you, you divide that by, th- by the square root of pi. Uh, tomorrow. Scream is going to be out tomorrow. So you can go and search Scream with an exclamation point in your podcast player, your preferred feeds. It'll be, like, pretty much everywhere, and the first three episodes will be out Go listen to them. It'll be good. Uh, I would like to thank Mr. Leo. James, you can come in now. Thank you, Leo. No, 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 no. I want you to rip on Leo. <laughs> oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. The only thing that I really have to say is how much he knows about the fucking Tobey Maguire Spider Man verse is like almost astounding. <laughs> Fuck you and your knowledge, Leo, you knowledgeable bitch. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're thanking Neo or Neo. We're thanking Neo for uh donating to the pick a movie tier on patreon.com slash horse soup and picking Goodnight Mommy from 2014. Uh this is an Austrian movie directed by Severin Fiala and Veronica Fran. Fran some very Austrian names. Fran. Fran. Fork? Fork. Um, I don't like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those slow cerebral movies, you know. Here's the thing: I this was a movie that I thought was like good, kind of the first time I watched it, but I realized on like the second and third watch that the only reason I thought I liked it the first time was because they tried to force me. They tried to trick me into enjoying this with they cheap trick little fucking tactics. They trick you into thinking it's really smart. When it's not, and then you watch it again, you're like, wait, no, you're fucking stupid. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I I definitely think that I can I can kind of agree with that. So I watched this, um, when did it come out? It's like 17 or 18? 2014. 14, really? Yeah, 2014. Damn. Uh, well, I probably watched it in 16, and I was like, wow, this is a pretty good move. It's a real head-scratcher thinker. That's a thinking man's horror movie. And then I watched it this time, and I was like, no, it's not. It's just trying to masquerade as one. It is, because the first time you watch it, like it, it does have that effect. And you know, some people can say, like, oh, then it's a good movie. It had you thinking. But no, not when you're using cheap fucking little magic tricks to get me to think <laughs> that it's interesting when it's not. Like... My biggest issue with this was that I I really think that I would have hated this the first time around if I did not read the synopsis. But the synopsis for this movie is the biggest fucking, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
What's the word I'm looking for? Is a good it's word like, it's for like this. It's like false advertisement. It's a it's a it's like a giant misdirect. It, yes. It is so fucking deceiving and it makes you think that this movie is something that it's not and like you know, I feel like if the movie got me thinking those things on its own, that's fine. And this is why I think it's cheap. It's because I didn't feel those things on my own. It was an advertising tactic that they just threw out at me. So like when I read it, yeah. if I read if anyone reads the synopsis and they go into the movie, they're actually thinking about it. So let me go ahead. I'm ranting on about this. The synopsis is twin boys move to a new home with their mother after she has a face-changing cosmetic surgery, but under her bandages is someone the children don't recognize. What is that like what when you read that, someone who's never seen the movie? Yep. What do you think that is? So that means that there's someone they don't know in the house masquerading as their mom. Or it means, like, mom's, like, possessed. Yes. It's either, it's like, like that. it's either an imposter stranger in the house movie or a supernatural movie. Yep. And that's not what it fucking is at all. And you know what? I was gonna, the movie's I, not either of those things. I was thinking of not spoiling it, but I don't fucking care because now I'm mad and I thought I was going to go a different route with this. But this movie is about a stupid little fucking boy who is imagining his brother is still alive even though he fucking killed him and the mom pretends that he's alive too and then one day the mom's like oh you know what i want to be famous again because i used to be famous but now i'm not famous so now i'm gonna go get a new face and i'm gonna sell the house and then when i come back i'm just gonna act like a completely different person to my kid like i'm gonna stop acting like this other son is alive even though i've been doing that forever and i'm not gonna explain anything to him whatsoever and i'm not gonna like maybe just have a conversation and try to get out of this trauma that we're in uh no i'm just gonna act like a fucking psychopath yeah pretty much pretty much that's 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 basically it um i i do think that it's odd how like cut and dry she is about the whole thing like i'm gonna come back from this surgery and like this whole game that we've been playing is over now but i don't actually sit you down and tell you that it's over like we're just i'm just gonna change the way i've been parenting you like see this movie is fucking stupid because all it is is a giant misunderstanding yes. <laughs> just well not that just a giant miscommunication or no communication the interesting thing about that is I did find an interview with the directors, and they said that it's it's simply a movie about miscommunication. I think I watched something with them, but not that. I didn't hear that. Yep, that's all they said. They, they were like, at, at this movie's core, we made a movie about miscommunication and how harmful and terrifying that can be if you push it to, like, extremes. Okay, well, I guess I can see that because... Yeah, maybe just tell your fucking kid that you're not talking to a dead person anymore and maybe your your life would be a little bit better, you fucking psychopath. But um <laughs> So this movie was shot in chronological order, which is also kind of interesting, I guess. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I think that was to give it the feel of nothing. I don't know why. I I would I think I know why you it's it's one of those movies that like you kind of have to like constantly be ramping up and if you were to like shoot that out of sequence you all will you you almost always have to remember like okay what level of 
you know, insanity is the child at versus the level of insanity that the mom is at. Like, where if you shoot it chronologically, you can just be like, hey, we're just going to get crazier and crazier every day. <laughs> but they did do that. Did you see the cockroaches? That's true. Why were there cockroaches? I don't know. I was actually going to ask you the same question. No, that's a question I don't have a fucking answer for. I was wondering the whole time, why the fuck did they have a giant fucking terrarium of cockroaches? There's like millions of them. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Are they finding these? Are they ordering them? I guess. They didn't seem to have like any kind of pet that would eat them. Do they keep them as... Are the cockroaches pets themselves? Are they keeping them as pets? I don't Did know. Did the pet eat the brother? <laughs> the pet that was eating the roaches, it ate the brother. That's why they don't have it anymore, but he still has the cockroaches. Uh, if, I don't know. In my mind, the brother drowned. I don't necessarily know if anything actually pointed to that, but like in my head canon, the brother drowned, and that's what happened. Like They were, like, they were probably like play fighting while they were swimming or something and like, Oh, he's not coming back up. And then, you know, kids, crazy kids. That's my best explanation. I think, well, kind of, I think that cause they show that river thing in the beginning, they're like in this river right. on the boat and whatnot. And then you see bubbles coming up. So it's like, okay, yeah, that has to be how he died. That's right. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? Literally another thing, like that's the very first part. Like everyone that I, that I, uh, I saw talking about this on like Reddit boards and like all that other shit and discussion boards and whatnot. They were like, Oh yeah, I knew what happened in the first 15 minutes of the movie because there's like the bubbling in the water. And then now she's just not talking to the other son and shit like that. So, you know, they knew what was going on immediately. So that's why a lot of people think it's a shitty movie. And the reason I thought it was good the first time is because I didn't catch that. And I wasn't paying attention to the whole bubbling thing and whatnot. I just, you no. know, cause in the beginning they're just running off. They're doing things just like jumping around doing like, I guess kind of dangerous, like weird child activities, like get kind of yeah, whatever, whatever. It's not that bad. And then there's that bubbling thing. But you know, in my mind, I'm still thinking, okay, but this is a movie about an imposter. So this is just some other, like, maybe kind of throwaway scene that's going to have something to do with something later, but it's just like yep. a game they're playing or something. Like I thought it was like maybe a game that they always play. I thought they were You're playing Marco Polo. Sleepaway camp. God damn it. <laughs> well, kind of, that's kind of the vibe I got in the beginning. It's the same rowboat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's just no, like no flag on it <laughs> or sail. That was a sail sail. Yeah, it was a sailboat. That's right. Um, so yeah, I really, I was deceived. I thought they were just playing like Marco Polo, but now I get it. It was death Marco Polo in hindsight. <laughs> Probably more historically accurate Marco Polo. Uh, I I didn't pick up on those things the first time I watched the movie either. What did you think was going on? I think we need to establish that before we get into anything else, and I'll give you my side too. Yeah, I think that I think the I think that the first time I watched the film, I definitely took it the way that I'm assuming the director wanted me to take it. I feel like I, I got on the roller coaster that they wanted me to go on. Um, whether or not they deserved for me to be on it or not is a different conversation. It's a shitty, it's a shitty ride. <laughs> but the first time I, I got on it, I got on it the exact way they wanted me to. Uh, mom comes home at first. I'm just like, Oh no, everything's fine. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's all a misunderstanding. And then I'm like, whenever mom goes out in the woods and strips naked and does the weird head twitch thing, 
I'm like, oh, wait, maybe mom is into, like, some crazy witchcraft shit. Uh, but I still thought it was mom. And then, like, sh- then it comes back further, and then it's like, oh, wait, there's this other woman who maybe came to replace her and all that. Like, I, f- I felt like I followed all those little breadcrumbs that they're laying out for me. And then in the end, I'm sitting there like, oh, shit, no, that's just his mom. And he's, like, torturing his mom. You took the same fucking ride I did then. We had the exact same yep. experience. That's what I did. I fell for all of it because I was deceived. I am, <laughs> Guys, I don't care if you think I'm fucking lying. If I didn't read that synopsis, I would have caught this shit immediately. I, I think I would have felt differently about it if I if I hadn't read the synopsis, for sure. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, I thought the same thing, dude. I'm like, is the real mom? Oh, wait, no, it's not. This is going on. Okay, what's going The thing that really got me to, like... First off, it's a synopsis. Second off, like, okay, when they start, you know, like, the first the first hint, and I think the thing that everyone got, and they were like, oh, the kid's dead, was when they're doing that juice scene. You know, they're at the kitchen in the beginning after the mom comes home, and she, yeah. like, gives one kid the juice, and she doesn't acknowledge the other one whatsoever, and they play yeah. that game. She's not acknowledging him whatsoever. In my head, that wasn't... Me going, oh, okay, he's not acknowledging him because he's not here, which I would have picked up on from the, like, whole drowning thing and, like, you know, Mm -hmm. them being together, then him not being together, and then her ignoring one of them and whatnot, if I hadn't thought it was an imposter movie, because on my head, I'm like, oh, this mom doesn't know these kids, so she's just picking one to talk to more, like, one that's, like, more naive, one that's, like, gonna believe her more. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I definitely, I definitely think that. And then also... I was thinking of just, like, if it was mom, but, like, she got into, like, I said, like, some kind of demonic or witchcraft paranormal kind of shit, like, maybe something's happening to, like, force her to, like, choose one over the other, and she's, like, neglecting one on purpose, and, like, maybe gonna use one for a sacrifice or some shit, I don't know, like. And those were my two sides, and you know what fed me even more into that side, too, where I was like, it has to be one of these two things, she's either an imposter, or she's, like, fucking... Some exorcist bullshit is going on. Sure. When she's doing that whole dream thing where she's in the forest naked and, like, shaking her head, I was like, okay, we're watching True Blood now, so, like, uh, on our other show, it's kind of like (laughs) something that you're going to see later in True Blood. Like, that's kind of how the the shapeshifter, or no, not the shapeshifters, it's like this, like, demon kind of chick. She does, like, some shaky head thing like that. So it gave me, like, some True Blood vibes, so I'm like, oh, okay, there's supernatural shit going on here. Well, yeah, my mind immediately went to the the witch and, like... Yeah. Going out in the exactly. woods and stripping naked and doing witchy and shit Jennifer's in the forest, body. you know? Like, yeah, Jennifer's body, same deal. Yeah, like, I I definitely thought that. And looking back on it, because obviously people will say, like, oh, if you're paying attention, anytime you see the mom do something weird like that... It's a dream. It's a dream. But the one with the walking naked in the woods and head shake, very specifically, is not shown as a dream as obvious as all the other ones are the other ones are so obvious so i got like canceled on this multiple times and also i guess i should say sorry (laughs) to the people that listened to the first cut of this episode because it was very bad and also like uh, it's no blame to my co-host whatsoever he came over like late and stuff he was tired he was like a little bit nervous hasn't been on a podcast so he got like a little more comfortable halfway through but all in all it was just it was a bad episode so i had to redo it yeah, I'm the guy that gets called in anytime you have to redo something. That's what I'm here Pretty for. Pretty much. If, I, if something goes wrong, I call James or Kim. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, this whole scene, it's set up weird because 
it is a dream thing and i guess you could argue that like oh yeah obviously it's a dream because you see the kids like their eyes are closed and they like wake up in a bed i guess after but it didn't look like those two things were connected if that makes sense you know it looks like she goes out in the forest does this whole shaking thing and whatnot and then the kids are like i got from okay exactly what i got from it is that she's doing that shaky thing out in the forest and the kids just had like a weird feeling you know because some supernatural shit's going on and they're like oh shit like what the fuck is going on like where's our mom why does this feel weird yeah where why did why did she just walk out of the house like we heard the door shut and we didn't hear the car start. So, like, what the fuck is she doing out there? She's been gone a long time. Like, you could you could interpret that a lot of different ways. Yeah. And when they do some of the other shit, so, like, when they They're really the, dreamlike. You can tell their dreams. When they do, like, the box cutter thing. Cheap as fuck. It's cheap so obviously fuck. a dream. It's so obviously a dream. It is so cheap to show me everything that's, like, obviously a dream thing. So I get in this feel for the movie, like, okay, when I see something like this, that's a dream. And then just do something else that you know I'm not going to see as a dream. Unless I'm, like, really just looking for something. Because I was just trying to experience the movie as it is. I wasn't trying to, like... I was, like, you know, obviously questioning stuff and whatnot. But I wasn't, like, trying to, like, you know, dig into all that kind of shit. Yep. Just trying to experience it, man. So, yeah, those are the issues. I think we can kind of talk about this now and then break it down a little more as we go. Sure. Probably going to skip over a good amount of stuff, though, that we already talked about. I'll just be like, yeah, we said that. (laughs) Moving on. So... The film starts off with, like, some weird singing, like, some old fucks singing some chanty bullshit, some young fucks, gods and dreams. I don't know what was going on. It seemed like a cult. And then immediately yeah. after, uh, I thought I was watching that movie In the Tall Grass. Yeah. Right? Yep. But that's just them doing all that dangerous stuff that we talked about a little bit, like, running through the river. And then we pretty sure that they played Death Marco Polo. That's how the kid died. <laughs> I see no other way. That That's how he died. Yeah, that's how he died. He drowned. I saw some other, like, things on Reddit, too, where they were like, oh, maybe this way and that way. I'm like, I don't know about all that. Yeah, I saw something about that they were saying, like, it probably had to do with fire because, obviously, he starts a fire at the end of the movie. And because she's mad about the lighter in his room. Yep, yep. But uh, it seems pretty obvious that the kid drowns right there, right? See, the fire thing I would have got if the chick had, like, facial, uh, like, reconstructive surgery because she, like, was in an accident, but she wasn't. She just had the surgery because she wanted to look prettier. Which also, by the way, she looked the same. Still looked like shit. (laughs) She looked no different. I do think, though, that they don't do a great job of explaining that part. I picked up on it more this time than I did the first time I watched it. The first time I watched it, I was still waiting for them to reveal, like... Was there a car accident or something? I was, like, waiting for, like, why it happened, you know? Yeah, well, it happened... You know what happened now, right? It's because she was, like, a TV personality, right? And then I'm... And she probably... She had two kids, and she's getting old, and, like... That's pretty much it. Yeah, she's, like, pretty much a washed-up celebrity, and she wants to look younger and, like, get back into doing her stuff, because she probably fell off. So here's the thing. She fell off when her son died... And then probably also lost her husband at that time because she was feeding into her child's, oh, my brother's still Delusion. alive thing. And the husband yeah. was like, I'm sick of this. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. So that's the background to all that shit. That's why she has this. Spoil the whole thing before we start talking about the movie. So these kids, uh, they run out inside the house after a plane. Don't and forget all about that places. fake mole. Yeah, we'll get to the fake mole. It's just stupid. <laughs> that is literally, that's another thing. That literally makes no fucking sense. This I'm saying, dude, this movie's cheap as fuck. That's so bullshit. No sane person. It's pretty bullshit. You know what? No, fuck it. You know what? 
<laughs> let's just this might end up turning into a movie like the first movie on horror soup that we don't talk about scene by scene because you know what i actually really don't want to anymore i think i kind of want to just deserve it. no it doesn't i think i kind of want to keep just talking about the issues and what's going on right around here because we already gave you the entire movie right now that's pretty much it yeah it just happens very slowly it's a very slow burn yeah all those things happen but it's like over the course of an hour and a half that feels like five fucking hours yeah which i think that in in some cases, uh, in a, in a piece of art, a, a piece of art form like a movie, I think that length and like dead space can be part of it. It's fine sometimes. I mean, a lot of movies do that really fucking well. I think I think Midsummer like has a lot of those parts oh, which sure. really fucking slow burn, and it could be yeah. seen as boring as fuck. But I think it's all very beneficial to the movie. I don't feel yeah. that about this. Yeah, I, I I will say I don't necessarily feel that about this either, but I do think that it was a choice and they did it on purpose. I think that that is what they wanted it to be. Whether I think they did it well or not, I do think it was a choice that they wanted. I think it was a choice. I agree with that. Do not think they did it well. <laughs> they did absolutely terrible. Uh, the one thing that I think I'm shocked the most by, and it helps with that unsettling feeling of it being so long is just how much silence there is in the movie. It is so fucking quiet. Like, when I did the redo the other, or, like, not the redo, but uh, the episode the other night that I had to leave, oh, yeah. we were watching it, like, late at night, and, like, I had my volume turned all the way up, and even <laughs> when they started talking, it's, like, so fucking quiet. The ambiance just... very quiet. It just makes you anxious and bored, and it's very easy. Like, I've noticed... <laughs> This is not a movie that you can watch with someone. I think that's true. I think it's better if you watch it alone. You have to watch it alone because otherwise, if you have any bit of conversation during the movie, you can miss just like one line that means so much to the point to the plot. And I feel like those movies kind of annoy me a little bit. Like I respect them when mm-hmm. it's like, okay, this is something you have to really pay attention to and like grasp. But also right. it's like when you can literally miss just one tiny little line that's like 30 seconds long and it could make a giant difference to like the next 10 fucking scenes or the entire movie, I feel like that's a very big issue. No, I I agree with that. And yeah, it's just a really fucking quiet movie. Like, you have to be tuned in the whole time. Even, Even with it having subtitles. Like, that didn't necessarily help. They didn't help at all. Like, which is strange to say out loud, I guess, but, like, it's it's just a fucking quiet movie. There's even, like, a severe lack of, like, sound effects and music. Like, there's just so many very quiet parts. You know what else there's a severe lack of? The mother being any bit of fucking smart. Like, having any bit of intelligence at all. Like, we see that, like, right off the bat, because, like, when they're playing that game, when she's ignoring the kid, you know, the, uh, what's it called? Uh, the one with the paper on your head? Oh, you're like yeah. trying to guess whatever object you are or whatever. Or yeah. person. What's that called? Scategories. I don't know. <laughs> no, like the, the mass market version you can Sorry? buy at the stores is called headbands, but I, there's probably a normal name for just doing it on your own. I don't know. Dick drawing on head game. <laughs> Michael, Michael Scott diversity day. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so they're playing that and she's completely ignoring the other kid and whatnot, but the, the, it's really weird because, you know, you think that they're both kind of asking. I, I'm stumbling so much because I have so many thoughts going on. 
<laughs> with how angry I was. I'm like, oh, I'm angry about this, but then wait, this little subgenre I'm angry about too, and then this subgenre of this subgenre of this scene I'm angry about. So I'm sorry that I'm I'm going a fucking ten miles a minute. Um, <laughs> there's one issue with this, and it's that the kids are like both talking to the mom, but one's talking through the other kid to the other one. And that's right. very easily, again, a part where you'd be like, yeah, the kid's fucking dead. But <laughs> they're asking these questions. And I guess it's just one. It's hard to talk about this because I'm trying to say like he, but then, or like they, but then you know, the know. twin's not there. It's actually just one talking to the dead person. Fucking stupid. Um, but he's talking to her and asking her questions like, oh, you have uh, two kids. You like animals, like this, like that. And she's like, who? What? Who? And she's d- genuinely doing like these these dumb faces like, what? What are you talking about? And it's like, all right, bitch, I get it. You're trying to ignore this whole fucking your other kid's dead thing and you're not playing into this kid's game. But by not playing into this, you're playing into this so much fucking harder than you realize. And it's making me angry. Dude, very angry. Actually, that's that specific answer to that question. I don't buy. I don't think that's believable. No, I think that in a real scenario where there's twin brothers and one of them were to pass away and you were to say you still have two kids like, you still have two kids you would still see that you would still she, be like she yeah. would see it that way she would understand that way not to mention i have played stupid games like this with my child many times children very rarely pick something really fucking hard to guess she's like asking about like famous Australian or Austrian Australian <laughs> different country uh famous Austrian like actresses and shit oh and she's like oh is she on German TV no right. Austrian you're like eight it's like I mean I guess of, well of course they wrote down mom of course they wrote down mom like yeah they're either gonna write down mom dad or grandma like they don't they're not that creative dog at that point car <laughs> dog yeah like, there's just, it seems really silly that, like, she can't even, like, put two and two in her head that, like, oh, maybe they wrote down my name. Like, of course they did. Like, they're children. It's really aggravating. Yep. I don't know. I guess, is this just how Austrians act? <laughs> they just not know what's going on? I don't know. I don't live there. <sighs> ask, ask Arnold. <laughs> huh. You got his number? <laughs> I don't. So, okay, what else happens after that? They pretty much just get in, like, really big fights with the mom for, like, an entire, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. Just a really big back and forth of a, oh, hey, you're not my mom. Maybe you're my mom. What's What are you doing, mom? And a lot of really shitty parenting choices. Like, if, if I'm trying to, to break a child's habit... It's, I'm not going to sit them down and record them saying it just over and over and over again. I don't think that's going to help. I don't think that's going to help. Yeah, what was that? When she's like, don't, I need you to say it out loud. I won't listen to my brother. I won't listen to my brother. Say it louder. Like, that's just like, who, who's, who fucking taught you how to handle childhood trauma? Like, this is not a good idea, lady. I don't care how fed up with it you are. Like, you're not helping. It's fuck- and you know what? You know what they never explained, too? What was the whole no animals thing? Like, that made me think that there was something to do with animals with the death. But she had, like, this rule at one point that was, like, no animals. And then they kill a cat later and put it in a terrarium and set it on fire. Yeah. I don't know. 
I think that's completely unanswered because at the beginning they say their mom loves animals. Yeah, but that's why I thought that's what I'm saying though. That's why I thought it was going to be explained because in that game they're right. like, "Oh, my mom loves animals. She has two kids." And then later she's like, "No animals." Like it's supposed to be a point, and then they bring an animal, and then it dies, and then they're like, "Oh, how to have been the mom?" But in reality, it was just like I'm pretty sure it was just malnourishment. They probably just didn't feed the right. fucking cat, or that one kid didn't feed the fucking cat. I'm sure they probably tried to explain it off like, "Oh no, they had a role." That uh, what were the kids' names again? Um, Lucas and Lucas Elias. and Elias. Okay, so um, they're like, yeah. So they probably had some like unspoken rule that Lucas was supposed to feed the cat, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's why it died. It's his responsibility. Yeah, that's. I'm sure that's how they fucking played it off. Because <laughs> why the fuck else? It makes no. If you think about uh, it, like in hindsight, it makes funny. no sense that the mom killed it unless she really does have like this hatred for animals. But then it's never explained who killed the cat. The cat's just dead, and there's no like, there's no yep. strangle marks or anything else. I think it just died because they didn't fucking take care of it. I think you're right. I think that what we're discovering is that the movie is exactly as the directors say, and it is a movie about miscommunication. It's about miscommunication about to the audience about what the movie is a miscommunication <laughs> between the characters about what the fuck is going on. It's, but, but I think the biggest mis- miscommunication is, is between the film and the audience. I think you're right. You cracked the code, man. <laughs> like you guys made a very miscommunicative movie because not even the audience knows what it's supposed to be about. That being said, the first time I watched it, I actually had a fun time. That's the weird part. I rated it like four <laughs> stars the first time I watched it, but after watching it two more times, I we're not going to... You know what? Let's rate it right now in the middle of our conversation, because I already know how I feel about this. Oh, I know how you feel about it. It's a one. <laughs> I mean, I'd give, it, I'd give it a... I'd give it a blood soup, I guess. That's a two, right? That I'm a two? done with that. Okay, I'll give it a two. <laughs> Gave it up. <laughs> Gave it up. Yeah, I, I feel like a, I feel like a two out of five is 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 fair. But I feel like I am forcing myself to give it that because I remembered liking it so much more the first no, time. No, see, James, that's what you have to not do because that's what I was doing, and I was still yeah. trying to convince myself. Like even when I was going to rewrite it, I was like, I can't give this a one when I said four before. I was like, that doesn't seem right. Like, that just seems like I'm trying to do something. But then I started I thinking about it, and I'm like, no, how do I really feel about this movie after watching it a couple times? Like, I know I never want to watch it again. I know yes. I didn't have fun the next two times that I watched it. And I know that I genuinely feel like I was cheated, and I felt a different way about the movie because I was forced to feel a different way about it the first time. So when I'm looking at it now, I'm like, yeah, no, that's a one. This movie's like going to see a magic show and then like at the very end the magician actually tells you how he did it and you're like, "Oh. That was dumb." Yeah, like why did I just sit through this? Yeah. This fucking show of wonders and oohs and ahs and now it's just it's just a minute long burping competition. <laughs> it's like it's like the which is something they do. It's like the the trope of like, you know, like everyone says like it's a shitty ending if you get to the end and it's like it was all a dream. But that's basically what this movie did. All of the good scary parts were all a dream. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a good Well, I guess in the I guess people are going to argue that in the end it wasn't a dream because it was all real. They died right, happily ever right. after. They're together, whatnot. But 
no, I think you're completely right. The the storyline that I thought was being put forth was all a dream. And that's unfortunate because that was the more interesting storyline in my book. Okay, well, let's just talk about more issues with this. So another issue that I had <laughs> was why did this pizza person show up and who ordered the pizza and who ordered the year of pizza and why were the kids yes. confused? Did the mom do it because she decided I'm done with these kids and they can just make pizza on their own for a year? I think that I don't I, I, I don't know why the kids are acting confused. I think that who was watching the kid whenever mom was in the hospital? Who was watching the kid? There was no one there. The mom came home and the kids are just running around alone. I think that she was having these like microwave dinner deliveries sent out that whole time. And like the kid was like making his own food like out of the freezer or whatever this whole time. And so like that was just like a standing thing that was normal to happen is for someone to come by and deliver a bunch of frozen pizzas or whatever for Oh wait, the kid. wait. So it's so maybe it's like a take on celebrity mom not being there for her children and whatnot, just like, oh, here's some pizza. Maybe, yeah. But I I think that like while she was like in the hospital and shit and like actually getting the procedure done and having to re- recover before she could come home, I think the kid was being completely self sufficient and she was just like having food delivered. But how long does a does a does a facial reconstructive surgery take weeks? I'm I'm gonna be honest. Weeks? I don't I don't really know. It doesn't take it doesn't take that long. So I don't think that's what it was. Maybe not. If if it's if it's not if that's not the answer to the pizza guy, then I don't know why she got the pizzas. I think it. The <laughs> only thing that makes sense to me in my head is that I and I only got this from you saying like it's a consistent thing for a while. I'm thinking like maybe she's a celebrity, so she always has pizza there. So if she's like out at like I don't know some fucking she gets stuck on a shoot or something and she can't come home, then there's just pizza and maybe like available. And the kid looked really uncomfortable when he was, like, getting there, too. He was like, oh, you must really like pepperoni. It's your favorite, huh? And the kid's just, like, kind of looking at him. And I was confused because I was like, okay, why is he confused? So he didn't order the pizza? Because at first I was thinking maybe he ordered it because he was oh. like, my mom isn't real, you know? Because that was another thing. That was another thing yeah. that led me into the imposter shit. I thought he, like, took his mom's cart or something, and he ordered a bunch of pizza because he was like, my mom's not real. I don't know if she's going to make me food. Right. But that's not yeah. what it was. But so. what you're saying, though, like, him like his interaction with the pizza guy and him not being like totally cool with that guy is it might might be like a reflection of like oh she's ordering a bunch of pizzas cuz she's never going to fucking be here like great yeah. and then the guy's like oh pepperoni you must like pepperoni and like in his mind he's like i'm so fucking sick of pepperoni like well, but then what if pepperoni was lucas's favorite oh that could be too but that's also stupid. They're all it's also, stupid. It's also stupid. Yeah, you're right. You're not. You're not wrong about that. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me, dude? This is again where I feel like the movie tricks you into thinking it's really, really smart. Because <laughs> any way I break down this pizza thing, I'm not satisfied with my answer. <laughs> I feel cheated, no matter what. Like no matter yeah. what fork down the road I take, fork. I'm pissed. Yeah, I agree. This is a shitty movie. 
<laughs> well, we see the mom's tits for a minute. Yeah. It's whatever. Not, not, nothing, nothing to write home about, I guess. So those kids do find that cat, and also, like, I don't even know if the way they found that cat was real because they walk into, like, a little tunnel filled with skeletons, like, like, like human skulls and bones. Yeah. And I, let me, let me guess. Let, let me, let me, let me take a, you have no way to explain this, right? It was all a dream, Caleb. Solid dream. <laughs> then where'd the cat come from? I don't know. I Why don't was know. there a random hole in the ground on their property filled with like 30 human skulls? Like, that's one of the things that I was trying to look at the movie, especially this viewing, and that I almost wonder if what they're trying to do for most of the film is, like, force us to see reality through the kid's eyes. And so, like, when we see, like, the mom doing the head twitch thing in the forest, like, that's what his reality is. Like, when we see the skulls, like, he sees the skulls there, but maybe it's not what's real. Okay, so what about when we see the mom alone, and then she hears the door open, so her kid's coming inside, and she's, like, frantically putting her bandages back on, like, she's trying to hide something? I don't know. She like, because if that's, your, if that's just, like, your eight-year-old scars, kid, like, yeah, you have the know. scarring and stuff, but she takes off her bandages, like, a couple days later... So there's no way that that three day difference is that completely healed her up. Insane yeah. <laughs> that like you can't you can't let your kid see that. I know. Are you fucking kidding me? This movie is kidding you. Yes, that's the whole point. It is kidding you the entire time. There was actually one funny part though, because you remember when like the the mom was like, uh, it was during that lighter thing when she finds in the room because like they have the cat hidden. So uh-huh. I think she's. I don't know why she was frantically searching the room at that point either. I don't know what made her so mad, knowing now that she's just a normal person and she actually was the mom. I don't know what was freaking her out so much. Maybe she thought the cat was there or something, but I don't think she knew. I think she thought there was an animal. I think that's, that's what I picked up on. Okay. That has to, I don't know. I don't know why, but that's what I thought. Well, she didn't have any clues, but I guess she had to have known somehow. Um, so she's frantically looking through this room and shit. And then at one point, like when she's right under, um, Elias under the bed, he just like looks at her and he's like getting ready, like kind of like getting ready to pounce on her like a snake. Uh-huh. And he's like, and just like claps right in front of her fucking face. <laughs> that was actually fucking hilarious. Is is it right after that that she's like super pissed off and that's when she like pulls him out and like takes oh. him out of the room and everything? <laughs> Dude, she goes fucking insane. Like he and I can see like just like you're in I can get that like that's just a psychology thing like you're in a moment you're fucking mad like going through shit and uh-huh. then someone just claps loud as fuck right in front of your face like she gets so mad she like gets up immediately and like grabs him and throws him in the corner and starts yeah. like she's literally choking him yeah and maybe that's kind of the the point of the movie too is just that like don't clap at moms don't clap at mom but clearly this woman is unstable like Oh, no, James. Yes, she is, because that is literally something that my stepmom would have done when I was younger. If I, like, did something like that, like, but it was actually, like, she would have other tells, like, it's, like, if I clapped in her face, she probably would have stabbed me in the throat. Oh, my Um, God. But, like, there were other times where she'd, like, uh, she'd literally, like, scream for me, like, from the other side of the house, like, Caleb! Like, to get my attention. And I'd be like, what? And then she'd be like, 
your fucking attitude, blah, blah, blah. She started, like, running at me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. This is definitely the work of an, an insane, unstable person. Yeah. So, I think that, like, whenever the question is, like, was mom a monster or not, like, I think that she still kind of was. She's like, a maybe monster not just in, in a different way... sense. Yeah. I think she definitely still was because it probably led into, like, probably her, you know, delusions of grandeur of like wanting to get back into the entertainment industry. And like, now I got to get all plasticed up and all that stuff. Like that's probably all part of that psychosis, you know? Yeah. Let's talk about them, uh, feeding roaches to the mother. Yikes. And what the, again, what the point was, what was the point? Why do they have hissing roaches? What does that saw? Why do you have hissing roaches? Why are you feeding them to your mom? Why are you like, what does this prove? I don't know. I, the whole I really point, don't know. I thought the whole point of this movie was these kids trying to figure out what is up with their mom. Right. But I don't get what you're going to figure out by putting a roach in her mouth. I don't either. Who does this help? Not me. It doesn't help the audience, for one. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> it's just creepy and gross. And maybe that was all a dream, too. I don't know. <laughs> that had to have been, right? Wait, that had to have been a dream, because how would, if she's a normal person, again, feeding into the imposter thing, because yes, I'm going right. to believe that a possessed person would just not wake up when a roach is crawling into their mouth. Why would they? They have an agenda. They have certain things going on. They don't care about roaches. Right. A real person, though, I've, that, those hissing roaches are big. They're not They're small. They're very large. Dude, They're very large. I'm going to feel that going down my throat even if oh, I'm sleeping. Yeah, for sure. It's gross. What was that? I don't know. I don't know. And that's why I'm that's why I said like maybe like we're supposed to be seeing this altered view of reality. Maybe maybe that didn't even happen and that's just like what Elias thinks is happening cuz he's also crazy. Well, why are they so into roaches too? Well, I guess just Elias cuz I keep saying they the I know. Fun- just guys, when you know, just know when I say they, I'm referring to the stupid dead twin, <laughs> stupid little dead kid. Um, why is Elias so attached to these cockroaches, and why is he freak? So there's one point in the movie after the cat dies and stuff. Like I said, they put him in a terrarium. They set on fire later, but for a while in the movie, there's just a cat. Uh, like it's a catfish. That's what I'd call it because it's a it's, it's a, a terrarium. It's a fucking fish terrarium, and there's a dead cat in water in it so it's a fucking catfish it was a terrarium and once you put the water in it made it an aquarium yeah and it's an aquarium that's the word um so they have this aquarium with a dead cat in it and they have this whole scene in it where the mom's like fuck you and then she starts throwing dead roaches in it and the kids are really hurt by it and then apparently that was confusing too why was she throwing the roaches into the aquarium i don't know i want to talk about that right now but real quick yep i just want to put out there that they don't get rid of the cat aquarium. It's there for a very long time. It's there until the end of the movie. Yep. Which I don't get if you're a real mom and you're just like, oh yeah, I'm just good. And not only that, so let's get back to the roaches. She starts throwing roaches in it and she's like, you gonna come out now? Because they're hiding behind some curtains. She's like, come on, come out. I'm killing your roaches. What are you gonna do? I'm drowning your roaches. And they're like, oh my God, my hissing roaches are drowning. (laughs) And they come out and they're like, really like, oh God, like I need to... And it, that Siri shut up. Sorry, Siri started uh, doing something with my voice because I said roach, I guess. Um, so they're throwing these roaches in, and it's 
hurting them, I guess. And I guess. I don't so know. now there's just a cat ter- aquarium with roaches sitting around the whole movie. Yeah. Roaches roaches can survive like a nuclear bomb, right? Can't they survive some water? Is do, do they just instantly drown? I really don't know. Um, <laughs> I feel like they'd probably be able to just like cling to the side and crawl out or something, right? Or like crawl on top of the cat. Okay, why can roaches survive a nuclear bomb? I don't know. That's like a thing that people say. It's not real though. Is it not? I don't know. James, have you ever stepped on a roach? Not Yes. Uh, not like they the, die. It's not that they can survive the explosion. They can survive the fallout. Like the radiation doesn't harm them. It's it's a roach. It, how do we know they're not already <laughs> radiation? That's a great, great question. It's a great question. I don't have a Geiger counter. I can't. I can't verify. So what you're telling me is the whole thing about roaches is that they're not going to survive the explosion. They'll just die. Yeah, 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 if they blow up, they blow up. You but if they're really right out of bounds and they walk into the area, then they're they're fine. Like they won't get like sick and like what, have necrosis what, and shit like that, like humans would. What about like ants? I think that ants are affected. I think that for some reason, cockroaches are not affected by radiation, and other insects are. What about killer turkeys? I mean, how'd they get killer in the first place? It was probably some kind of radiation. No, that's after. After they became killers? I haven't seen things killing, but I assume that there was some kind of mutation, right? It's not just a turkey, is it? No, it's just a turkey. He gets radiation <laughs> after he dies. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? So then does it become like God Godzilla turkey after that? A little, yeah. That's great. I love it. What is wrong with you? Nothing. Okay. So... There's a lot of roaches. I still don't know why. At some point, they end up finding out that their house is on Australian Zillow, but I don't know how to read anything there. So, I, again, I didn't know if that was Austrian. an imposter. I thought that was the imposter selling the house, just trying to get a quick buck. Yeah, I think she's selling the house as, like, we need a fresh start. That's definitely what it is. If we get out of this house, maybe he'll stop imagining his dead brother here. You know, another cheap part? Let's talk about more cheap shit. They yep. put a fucking baby monitor under her bed kind of like trying to listen to what she's doing. And then what was that? You know, another part, the part with her crunching that granola bar, like like <laughs> pretending to be asleep. And then when the kid leaves, she just starts crunching. Yeah. Guys, I I hope this episode is somewhat legible because this is literally like, I know I complain about a lot of stuff, but I feel like this episode is pure just complaints. You're on a You're on a little bit of a different level on this one. But it's because you feel like you got duped. Huh. When you watch another shitty movie, you're just like, oh, I watched a shitty movie. But like now, like you feel like you got tricked. It's much worse. Yeah, so there's a baby monitor. That's another thing that's supposed to make me think that there's some creepy shit going on. But they hear nothing on it. They just hear like, uh, which I'm pretty sure is just the mom like snoring. I mean, that's just that's just the noises I make trying to get roll myself out of bed. You know what I mean? Oh, I thought those were your sex noises. Does too. Okay. Uh, they make a crossbow. They make a shiv. Or taking a dump. It could be any of oh, those. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wonderful. Shiv bow. Fork? Fork. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, they're pretty much just going to kill the mom now. They're tired of her shit. Torture her and then kill her. Yep. That's where we're at. 
Yeah, this the first segment is of the movie. The first thirty minutes is what's going on. the 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 second thirty minute segment is I'm bored and there's a lot of roaches and a catfish. And the last segment is just mom tor- torture porn. Mom torture porn, but then just this no reason. The Red Cross is making their rounds, picking up donations. Because we needed to add a little bit of drama. Are Austrians, uh, ostriches, are ostrich people <laughs> allowed to just walk into people's houses? I wouldn't think so, but they totally do that. You come to a house and you're like, hey, I'm the Red Cross, I want some money. Your parents here? No. Okay, I'm going to come in and hang out even though I'm 90 and you're I'm going to come in and sit here until mom shows up. What? Get the fuck out of my house. Is this like just an American thing where, you know, you don't just walk into people's houses, especially when they're not home? I mean, that's a good way to get shot in America. Yeah, people murder you for that here. So I don't know if that's not the case in (laughs) Ostrich. But that's what's going on here. Yeah. I think I've been like, I've like, I accidentally knocked on the wrong door once before and got like someone threatened to kill me. Oh, fuck, dude. That happens to me at my job, like pretty regularly. Yeah. <laughs> like if I like get a house number mixed up and I like go to the wrong house number, like, what the fuck do you want? I'm like, oh, shit. Sorry. I'm going to your neighbor's house. My bad. <laughs> dude. I've had this happen, like, just going to a friend's house where I knock on the door and then, like, someone comes out in, like, their underwear or something, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, I knocked on the wrong door? What do you, things happen. What are you talking My about? Bad. But then, like, I remember recently, like, a few months ago, I just quit the fucking bullshit Domino's because fuck that shit. Yeah. But, uh, I remember I was delivering a pizza and I accidentally went to the house next to the other one because the addresses were just, like, kind of close next to each other. Right. And I go to the wrong one and they're, like, on the ring doorbell so they don't even answer the door or anything. You know, people are so fucking tough when they're on that ring doorbell uh-huh. shit. They feel so fucking cocky, dude. I swear to God, every time. <laughs> and this guy's like, what? And I'm like, uh, pizza's here. And then he's like, what? What? And he can't even, like, finish his statement. He's like me talking about this movie, like, about just, like, getting pissed. He's just like, what? What? Uh, uh, what, what the fuck do you want? And I'm like, the, the pizza. Like, did you order a pizza? He's like, what are you talking about? What the fuck are... What are you doing here? And then I'm like, uh, as I'm trying to talk, like, I can't even do exactly what it is because he kept, like, cutting me off, like, right. mid-sentence, mid like, just trying to say what I was doing. I kept trying to say just delivering pizza, and he's like, what? Who are you? What? And he's just like, what are you do? What? Huh? Huh? And it didn't, it didn't come into your mind to say, hey, I'm just going to sit here and wait until someone comes out to get the pizza. Can I come inside and sit at your dining room table? No, I did. <laughs> no, I asked. I was like, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. You have bad day. <laughs> oh, your day's so bad, and you're on your ring, your ring doorbell. Oh, you're so tough. You want me to pinch your cheek? You want me to pinch your cheek? And then I went. Oh, you're so cute. Right up to the camera lens. Right up to the camera. And he was like, dude, get out. (laughs) Kiss me right on my lips, you pussy. Why is this more entertaining than talking about the movie? I'm having a lot more fun talking about my other stories. You want to tell another story? What happened to you recently? (laughs) Any fun stories? Uh, 
I do have one. It's it's not it's not that big of a deal, but it happens okay. uh, in my job from time to time. Mo- most things that aren't a big deal are better than this movie. Uh, I it happened today as well, but it happens f- somewhat frequently. So I usually wear headphones while I work. Uh, I'm a real estate photographer, so I hide go to, the porn. Yes, and I go to people's houses and I you know take pictures and videos and all that good shit. But um, especially if like the homeowner's not there, like I'll just have like a, a code to open up a combination lock, get key out, and go inside. Uh, so you could pee on the wall. Get it, get it all, get it all prepared. You write, you write your name, you write your name and poop on the wall. Yes, just like Art the Clown. There you go. Uh, and then every once in a while, I'll be like walking around and I have my headphones in and I'm just doing my own shit. And like, you like hear a sound. And, like, over time, I've come to realize usually it's, like, just houses that sound makes or it's, like, oh, it was actually, like, someone walking into the neighbor's house, not actually someone walking into this house. And you just start to, like, tune all that shit out. But then, like, today was one of those days where I, like, had my headphones in. I'm listening to podcasts and walking around doing my shit in the house. And then, like, some fucking old lady comes around the corner because the person had came home while I was there and, like, didn't announce their presence or anything, even though they saw like my fucking car out front and everything. <laughs> like I almost run into her and she scared the shit out of me. And this happens probably once a month. You ever tickled that taint? No. You cut you, like they come in, but they don't notice you and you're around a corner <laughs> and you see them like you see them getting ready for bed. You know, it's, it's a guy he's putting on his nightgown and you just walk up behind him and you know, you don't wear underwear under the nightgown, of course, you know, so you just oh no, nah, dude! Like you just go. We, up, you we just, already talked about this. this is, that's how you get. That's how you get shot in America. If oh! I, if I know they're there, I make sure to be like, "Hey, hey, the photo- I'm a photographer. The photographer's here." Oh wait! <laughs> so did you kill that grandma because she didn't announce that she was there? Uh, surprisingly, I didn't. Wait, you what's her first name and last thumped. name? Can I look her up? Is she deceased? I have no idea. If I, I look no her up on like on like is. the the FBI database, will it say? Will it have like an X over her, and it'll say like deceased. Uh, I, I my lawyers say that I shouldn't comment on that. Oh, okay. So she got wasted. Grand Theft Auto. Yes. Oh, she was one of the strippers. Yes. Oh, old lady stripper. Yes. How old? Then you hit her with a baseball bat to get your money back. That's how you get your money back. Okay, I've 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 done that. I've done that. <laughs> well, that's just it. It's like when you put a coin in like a in like a in a vending machine, but you have a string on it and oh, you yeah. pop it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just you just you kill the Dude. old lady hooker and then you hit her with a bat and then you take the money back after Dude, she's that, already dead. That as like a trope is like so fucking nineties like. Do, do do Gen Z kids even know the quarter on a string trick? Like, have they ever tried that? Because I did, and it never worked. It doesn't work. It never worked. I tried it all the time. You like, I spent a long time figuring out. It was like it was so much work just trying to figure out how to get a hole in that coin. Like that was like the brunt of it. It took like weeks. It probably took like months. Like just figuring out how to do it, and then actually applying it, and actually yeah. getting that hole in the coin, and then. Making making sure that you have a string that isn't going to break. You know when you like finally get the hole in the coin and then you try it and then your string breaks and then you're like, oh, yeah. oh fuck, now I did all of that to fucking put a hole in this coin and, and I didn't get, get the again. proper string. I got to get better strings now. <laughs> but then it doesn't work anyway. No, it doesn't work. It's never worked for anyone ever, I'm convinced. Do people not know about that? That's a, that was that was a real struggle. I feel like I feel like 
at least where I am, there's not there's just not as many vending machines around anymore. Okay. And so like I genuinely wonder if like kids even use vending machines, let alone have seen like on TV the vending machine coin trick. Like I feel like they probably if they've used a vending machine, it probably had a fucking card reader on it and they just like swipe their dad's card. The last time I saw that trick was on SpongeBob. I don't think that's in things anymore. Yeah. It might not be. And that was an older SpongeBob episode. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, some I don't think people know about that anymore. That's some man. retro shit, man. Well, you know what? Vending machines have card readers now. Yep. Don't people even just need use coins. You gotta, you gotta, sw- you gotta put a string on your credit card so you can pull it out after. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> the logic. <laughs> the logic involved in that statement is the same. As the logic involved in this movie, they were like, "Oh yeah, we'll just we'll just get the the mom and we'll just drill a little hole in her, put a string on her, and we'll just when we need to when we need to yank that card out, there you go, boom. Audience is fine. Audience is doing fine. We just yanked it back out. It's okay now. You got your you got your money back. And in their mind, they're like, "We got our money back." And they were like, "What the fuck? No, you didn't." Idiots. Yeah. And then in my mind, I'm like, "I should have fucking." Drilled a little hole into my digital movie ticket for this and fucking <laughs> swipe that shit back. You already have your movie ticket. You keep it. But you know what I'm fucking saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah everything comes around. It all relates. Yeah. So, you know what? Let's just let's end this Red Cross thing. Let's get let's get on to ending this movie. This Red Cross bitch looks like Muriel from Curse the Cowardly Dog. I think <laughs> yes, that's a giant does. that's a giant issue. I thought she was going to start going like more macaroni. More cheese. More macaroni. Less yeah. cheese. More macaroni. <laughs> you you look like what's going on with your face? Uh it's been a long time since I've seen Curse the Cowardly Dog. Oh, okay. So um now let's get on to the to the torture thing. They pretty much just give a hundred bucks to the Red Cross people, and they're like, "You could leave." And they're like, "Oh, really? Okay, cool." And then the mom's screaming for help because she's still being tortured upstairs. Those those actors playing the Red Cross people are so terrible. That old guy's like, "Okay," he's like the late the lady's like trying to be concerned. She's like, "Oh, like we normally don't accept money from children. That's a lot of money. You sure it's okay?" And the guys, and he's like, "Fuck them kids." God. He's like, look at this house. They can afford it. And just let's get let's get the fuck out of here. Word for word in front of the kids. He's just like, look, they can afford. Look at all this shit. They're fine. They're doing fine. Who cares? Just a hundred bucks. What does this rich bitch care? It's hilarious. So okay, let's talk about some of the torture. What do they do? They uh they super glue her lips together. They uh they then they cut them open. After they, they cut them, them together. Yeah, they like cut them open like slowly, and then they cut like it was obvious it was gonna happen because they're kids. Oh, they yeah. don't understand that you have a pointy part in your lip, and they cut the pointy part. She starts gushing blood. It's kind of cool, I guess, because she like rips her mouth open, and then like you know she keeps bleeding everywhere. It looked kind of shitty though. Yeah, it looked cool like at first, but then once she started like gushing blood, it looked really fake. Yeah, that's when it stopped looking good. Um, I feel like the torch they did on her like it was torture, but I also feel like. Meh. Well, one of them is the classic uh, magnifying glass. Magnifying glass on the face. Okay, another thing that I feel like people probably... Do people still play with magnifying glasses? Dude, I burnt so much shit with magnifying glasses when I was younger. (laughs) Oh my god. I When I discovered that you can just, like, will fire through a... Through a 
glass handle piece. Like I could right. I could control fire with my hand in the sun. <laughs> Dude, destroyed everything. I was like, look at this. I'm a fucking firebender. You're a fucking at- firebender. Yeah, dude. I was like, I would just start fires all the time. <laughs> all the fucking time, dude. They were awesome. These aren't good things to admit on the microphone. I did them in my room, too. <laughs> I, I Well, okay. I, f- I started fires outside with magnifying glass. I was a kid. I guess Statue of Limitations. Um, Can't get me anymore. You live in California, though. The entire state's burning down. Stop starting fires. Hey, man. I did it. <laughs> I did it at a better time. I did it when we were in a drought. <laughs> <laughs> When the drought ended, I stopped. (laughs) I mean, maybe, maybe, just maybe, some of the fires burning today were ones that you started, and they've just been going super low-key this whole time. (laughs) They haven't stopped? Yeah, it's just been, like, super low-key, and then, like, you- You know what, man? You're the reason. Roaches might- survive nuclear explosions but they don't survive my magnifying glass when i was 11 <laughs> no they will not survive no, that. no there's, there's just a hole through them the hole right in the middle it's like they got shot by fire but i think that was probably the most creative torture that they did the entire time because that's like what a kid would do you know yeah i would do that i was like always imagining like hey i wonder if i could do this to my abusers instead of just like ants right now i'm just the ant bully and then i watched the movie and i was like ah shit (laughs) no dude i always had that weird fear of like you know how they'd like when you're a kid it'd be like oh if you kill like the wrong ant then like they'll all come for you like i always someone told you that oh yeah who told you this? I can't remember. It was just like one of those like like playground legends of like, oh, so-and-so, they accidentally killed a, a queen ant, and then like millions of ants came and attacked them at night. It's like, what the fuck? No. Oh, that's not what I heard in school. What happened in school with me was I just made a kid cry because I told him Santa Claus wasn't real. <laughs> well, I mean, that's exactly what you should do. I didn't know what I was doing. I thought it was I thought it was general knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. We were like I think we were in like seventh grade. No, if that dipshit still thinks Santa Claus is real fuck that You know what? No, it couldn't have been seventh because it had to have been elementary school, but it was like the higher in elementary school. It was like sure. fifth or sixth grade. I feel like it, I feel it was like, like fi- if you're if you're past like second grade, like just grow the fuck up. Like, come on. Yeah, dude. It was like it was okay, I remember now, because it was the last year of elementary school and mine went up to fifth grade so it was fifth grade and we're all sitting around and we're just like talking about like fucking i think christmas was coming or something and then some kid is like oh yeah santa's gonna bring me this and this and we're like we just all looked at him we're like the fuck are you talking about and he was like oh santa this and then i was like i thought he was making a joke at first and i was like yeah santa's not fucking real what the fuck are you talking about and then he was like no, he is, and then I probably, I mean, I was in fifth grade, so I was a fucking dickhead. I should have probably, yeah. like, been like, oh, no, yeah, you're right, Santa's real, but I was like... I mean, yeah, like, maybe for you, uh... No, instead, I was like, no, you're fucking stupid, Santa isn't real, like, it's not real whatsoever, that is a made-up thing, it's not even close to being real, never will be real, never was, you're wrong, and then he cried a lot. <laughs> Oh, dude, so, I, uh... Probably not that funny for people that did cry when uh, they got a Santa Claus reveal, <laughs> but you know what? I was, like, 
How old are you in fifth grade? I think I was like nine or something. I don't know what. Fuck off. Nah, man. Nah, man, fuck Santa Claus. Like, it's... I got bullied after that, so I got it back. I got beat up in the bathroom, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, Santa Claus is I got bullshit. abused by parents. <laughs> I, I refused to, uh, like, it wasn't that we were like, oh, Santa's bad, but it was like, fucking, I spent, like, my hard-earned dollars on these presents. You're gonna know that I got them for you. Oh, now you're just being a Republican. <laughs> I'm just like, bro. I want credit. Like, I worked hard for this. Shit. Well, James, you know what? Let's let's be a little more real here. What kind of quality of Santa is there in Taiwan? <laughs> I mean, there's there's basically none. It's it's. Do they even have a Santa? There's not really. There's not. Okay. Much Christmas celebration. So, James, how old was your son when when you when you got him? Uh, he was four <laughs> when when you when you sh- when you shipped when, him over on a boat when you when, we sh- when you when you forcefully when bought over. your child. <laughs> oh, it wasn't a boat; it was an airplane because I had to be with them on the whole ride, and it was very yuck. A little was, rinky-dink airplane. It was missing the door. One of the propellers was taped together. <laughs> it was very awkward. Oh no! I would say like I would have felt better in that scenario. <laughs> we were on. There's there's very few flights to and from Taiwan in the US. It's basically like two a day. And so like it's a huge fucking airplane and everyone is on it. It's always sold out because it's like the only time you can go. Their wings are taped together. (laughs) (laughs) I got it. It's like a huge fucking airplane full of 300 people that all speak Mandarin and I don't. That's what it's like. So that's all well and fun, but what I'm worried about. So he was four when you when you when you shipped him over on the boat. Um, yep. Did he ever say the word Santa? No. It did. It was. Do you think it was a real? Do you think it was like a real concept to him? Do you think it was something that he knew like at all on his own? No, I mean because also he. I mean, I guess this is going to be insensitive to some people, but this is literally the only word that they use for it. Like he lived in an orphanage so like wait that's insensitive to say orphanage yeah a lot of, they don't even they, they don't wait. use the word they don't use the word orphanage in america anymore because like saying what? kids are orphans is like bad that is just that's what they are they're orphans they're orphaned so they are orphans yeah that does, it doesn't that doesn't mean that it defines you like all you are is an orphan that's just pc culture man that's describing now, now your like situation group- now they're called like group homes and shit. They don't call them orphanages in America anymore. But oh yeah, they do there's... call them group homes. But you can't even say orphans now. I think I don't. Th- I think people look. I, I think people who have no reason to give a shit are the ones that give a shit. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's what one of those fuck? things. It's one like the wasp moms are like you shouldn't say orphan. Like it's it's that kind of thing. And it's like, but they lit. That's I got him from a place that was literally called an orphanage. It said orphanage on the fucking building. Like that's what it was. <laughs> but so anyway, this is actually news he lived to in me. an orphanage, and so like, of course, like Santa Claus wasn't real. Like they, I'm sure that they got him like one gift for Christmas every year. But like, it's very obvious that Santa Claus isn't a thing. You know? Yeah. Okay, so... Because they did celebrate Christmas over there. It's just not nearly as big of a deal. 
So let's end this movie. She gets tortured, and then eventually they're like, okay, yeah, fuck you, mom. I'm going to set this uh, catfish on fire, and then you're on fire too. And then now you're fire, and you're burning. And then she's like, no. Everything's on fire. Oh, God. It's not your fault that Lucas died, but he's gone. I'll make a deal. I'll talk to Lucas again. Lucas will be alive. I'll make you breakfast. Do your clothes. I'm your mom. He's like, fuck you. You're not my mom. Fire. Uh, now we're all together holding hands, and it's it's happy, and we fade into ash, and that's the movie. Yeah, it seems weird for it to be such a one star, um, emotionally destructive ending, and then we get that image of them in the quote unquote afterlife, I guess, and like they're happy because they're together now, and it's like, wouldn't she still be pissed? Like we could be alive right now, motherfucker. Like yeah, like what what did you do, <laughs> you idiot, you fucking morons. <laughs> What is wrong with you? Um, so was the whole point of this, because I had like a brief discussion with someone, um, was the whole point of this that maybe Lucas kind of was there? Maybe he was like a, a entity that was controlling Elias? Or do oh. we just think it was completely in Elias's head? I have never given that thought. I've always just thought, Elias was fucking nuts. That's what I assume. I mean, that's what it seems like, and I don't really want to say that it could be the other route, but I guess yeah. if you watch it in a certain way, you could get that from it. Like, maybe that... And the only reason that I even think that, that could be it is because of the ending. Like you said, like, it's very disastrous, but then in the end, they're all happy and, like, holding hands and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, was that Lucas's plan, maybe? He was trying to get Elias yeah. to kill them both so that they and would be together. especially with them being twins, like, there's always sort of that, like... Twin My twin's thing. gone. So, like, maybe he's, like, you know, able mm-hmm. to communicate from whatever afterlife that exists in this world or whatever, you know? I think that if that is the ending, that is the only thing that will make me bump this up a star. Yeah. But not even a star, like a half star. I like I like the movie better thinking that Lucas's ghost is real. Lucas is, like, pulling the strings to everything. Like, this yep. was a plan. Like, it wasn't just... It wasn't just the string on the coin in the machine. It was someone was actually (laughs) pulling the strings. Yes. I I like the movie better with that thought. But that's probably not what it is. I don't think it is. I don't think so. So I hate this movie. One star, (laughs) two kills, I think, because I think, you know, Elias had to have died with her with that, with that fire thing. Lucas died, but we didn't see him. So two kills in the movie. I don't know if you'd call this a horror movie, I guess. There's one cat death um, just from malnourishment. Uh, there's one boob from a boob that I didn't care about. Uh, boob, yeah, not, boob, not boob, body, boob body I didn't <laughs> care about. Um, let's do a fuck, Mary kill, James. Okay. Do you have one you ready? Have the dead, you have, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have the dead cat inside of the terrarium, the catfish. Okay. You have the mom but she's wearing that brown robe that she looked in the mirror in at that one part of the movie, and she has the gauze on her face. And she's looking in the mirror. She's she's actually standing there, too. Okay. So if you marry her, you have to stand there with her. Uh, and then you have me. And then I have you. Um, okay. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna fuck you this time. Uh, I will kill That's the, the mom. second time I've been pounded. There you go. I the past two times I've married you, so I figured it's time to to stop trying to make that happen. Hell um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to kill the mom because I hate that brown rope. <laughs> Wait, am I top or bottom? 
I've always considered myself if I were to uh, have to make a choice uh, as as a power bottom. You're gonna be a power bottom. Yep. I actually, yeah, I, I I'm I, I'm a top. This, that makes sense though, right? No, yeah, that actually that's perfect. <laughs> I, I think that does make sense. I, that's how I saw you. I always thought you'd be a power bottom. Uh, okay, and so we're gonna kill the mom because of that that brown. Why does she have this like looks like? 16th century garment like it's she's supposed to feel hot in that like what the fuck is that and another thing she's only wearing those when she's in like the fucking uh the gauze like when she's gauze face like once she (laughs) takes it off she starts dressing like a normal fucking human being but before she was like she was dressing like a fucking cult leader yeah it's so weird uh and then i'm gonna marry i'm gonna marry the catfish we're gonna spend a very uh long uh dedicated life together you got the roaches in there too, though, just so you know. And it's oh, on fire. Fuck. I mean, oh, it's on fire! Damn it! <laughs> yeah, it's well, on fire. I guess it's better than just fucking it. <laughs> okay, guys. So that was just really the worst time I've had doing a podcast <laughs> episode in a long time. Like a long time. I got canceled on this episode like three different times, which ended up making me watch this episode way more many times than I wanted to. I recorded a whole other episode with this, which you can find on patreon.com slash if you want to. And if I guess if you want to ruin my life, you could go there and do the pick a movie tier. I had to up it a little bit because really when I keep getting things like good night, mommy and like, uh, you want to know what what Kim's doing soon? In a couple weeks, I'll st- I still know what you did last summer is coming up. So yes! things like that have caused me to up the tier. But no, really, guys, it not just because you're giving me terrible movies. I've I've come to terms with that. It's fine. It's whatever. Do your fucking shit. But really, it's because I got over fucking loaded. And I do thank you guys like a lot for donating so much and like doing so many of the pick a movie things because it did help financially a lot with the podcast and whatnot. Um, and there's going to be subscription boxes now that that kind of went towards. So hopefully they work out pretty good. I don't know if they'll be permanent because it might. Subscription boxes are a gamble. They might go terribly and I might have just like wasted money and just lost all the money for this month for no reason. But we'll see how it goes. They might work out good. They might be fun. Um, but yeah, if like, thank you guys for donating so much. Uh, don't think of it as like, you know, I had to switch it because I'm like, oh, I need more money. It's more like. I have no time with doing these for $30 each with like being like having like three months of movies stacked up. It's hard. So it's like, well, at, at some, at some point it just becomes a podcast about other people picking movies for you. And then you don't yeah. actually get to cover the movies that you wanted to cover. Yeah, exactly. And that's <laughs> fine. But if I am going to do that, it has to be at a higher price point. Yeah. It's just how it is. Like I realized that I was doing these, I was putting like five hours into episodes that I'm getting like, it, like on the least, you know, like at least five hours into an episode that I'm getting like 30 bucks for. And that's like yeah. way below minimum wage. And I'm like, I don't know if that's right. <laughs> I should do that. Like, <laughs> I guess I don't want to be that person doing the math. But then when I do the math, I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of am getting fucked over here. <laughs> so that's the explanation of all that. And uh, again, sorry that this episode came out like at a weird time and it got deleted and stuff. But literally, I tried to record this five different times and it just went terribly. This finding other guests thing is a little hard sometimes, but that's that's all that. So if you like the episode, guys, uh, go ahead and tell a friend about the show. It helps more than anything. Uh, follow the podcast on Instagram at Horror Soup, Twitter at Horror Soup Sucks. You can follow my YouTube at youtube.com slash Horror Soup, and also my Twitch at twitch.tv slash Horror Soup. Me and James actually try to do, like, streams, and we're trying to do, like, games and other stuff. We're working out stuff, but you'll find me and James streaming stuff sometimes. 
And uh, I'm on Letterboxd doing movie reviews at Horse Soup Caleb. And uh, check out my vampire podcast that I host with this guy, James, called I'll Suck Your Blood on all streaming platforms. We cover vampire movies. And tell them about Night Shift, James. Yeah, I do a little show called Night Shift Video. That's night spelled N-I-T-E. Uh, we talk about paranormal mysteries, uh, things like that, as well as horror movies that inspire them. Or they are inspired by, I should say. Uh, but yeah, you can check that out, Night Shift Video. Bye. Goodbye. White dog turds in my backyard Chugging milk until we barf Just me and my dumb friends Drawing dicks into tension Didn't hear a word you said Stop calling me stupid Stupid, stupid Stop calling me stupid